dial that we trust. And as our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Lavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. About this back in Chicago, mercy, mercy me, that mercy a lie go. That's me, the first year that I blow. How you say broken Spanish? Me no I blow. Me drown sorrow in that Diablo. Me found bravery in my bravado. DJs need to listen to the models. You ain't got no Yeezy and Serato. What the hell do I know? I'm just a shot town within where the knives flow. And my chick in that new Phoebe Philo. So much why they woke up in Sleepy Hollow. Can we get much higher? Can we get much higher, higher, higher? It's it's hard. It's hard after that. In honesty, I said it before. I'll say it again to um, come up with something good right after an introduction like that. And I said that I've been waiting forever to use that song. We had to. This is another take two because your mic wasn't. I hate on. the take twos because I'm like so embarrassed, even though they don't know that it like it was already set again. But I feel like they do know that I already tried. Doing it was it. such a great introduction that you you did and saying good morning and hello everybody. Yeah. And now we got to do it again, and it sounds all weird and cheesy. I feel like the invisible audience is sitting in here in the lounge. They're like. You, you already said hello. Come up, just, come up with something original. You don't have to. Say, you don't have to say the same thing that you said the last time. But anyway, I will. And it's good. Um, uh, welcome to episode twenty-nine of All Noise Radio's The Lost Dial. My name is Michael Dupaul. Sitting to my left is nobody, and sitting across <laughs> from me is the man who never misses a beat. <laughs> I hate saying it again, dude. I just feel stupid. <laughs> 
but I want I want it to be exactly the same, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm embarrassed. I, I'd play I, don't, it, I don't know why that embarrasses me. But. I don't know. I'd play it back for you, but like I said, you weren't <laughs> even recording the first time. Anyway, sitting across from me, the man that never misses a beat, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, ladies and everyone else. He's got his not listening shirt on today, the little I, penguin. I know. I should wear this like every every time, just as my, like my trademark. The penguin throwing his fins up in the air. No, flippers. Flippers. Flippers up over his ears, I guess. I didn't think penguins. You can't call them wings because they don't penguin, fly. Yeah, I didn't think penguins could hear either. Hmm. Well, do they, have, they little, have to. Do they have little holes in the sides of their head? I think so because they have to communicate with each other somehow. And they have like, you know, eh, whatever noise they make. Are they considered to be a smart bird <laughs> or a smart <laughs> mammal, whatever they are? They're birds. Are they birds? They just don't fly. I thought they were like in the bat category. Because bats are mammals, right? <laughs> yes, they but are. People think they're they're scary. Birds. You didn't really do well in biology, did you? Because I did long ago, but I've forgotten everything. Penguins are one of those flightless birds, like chickens, and I do know that they're from the South Pole and not the North Pole. Right. Very good. Very yeah. good. Uh-huh. I learned that on Sunday. Actually, I saw a show about penguins. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't March of the Penguins? Was it? God, no, it wasn't. Which was actually pretty good, but I'm not going to watch it again. It's one of those movies I won't watch a second time. That's another thing. The uh, uh, Penguin movies, isn't there? There's a sequel to the... Um... Oh, yeah. Happy Feet. Happy yeah. Feet 2. They don't even have feet. They have... Well, they they were dancing. So when you dance, you have happy feet. So it's not like they're going to say happy... Uh, uh, what is it? Talons? Oh, I don't know. Penguins have talons. I don't think they do. No. Penguins don't have talons. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the word that, that they have... Like other birds, because I guess it is feet. What else would it be? Happy legs. I uh, can I get much higher, higher. I uh, have a uh, incredible little video here. Um, if everybody's heard the news about the departure of Herman Cain from mm. the from center stage, uh, everybody, oh, everybody, Cain. everybody in the entertainment industry is just rattled by this. They're it's 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 immensely sad. Um, I mean, it's it's not. It, it's kind of like, you know, before any big thing, mm-hmm. you had something before Herman Cain. Move on. It, it'll take it'll take about a week because he was so good, and his his exit speech was so good mm-hmm. that this is gonna actually this is gonna go down in the history books. This man got his fifteen minutes. He got more than fifteen. Well, he got a legit fifteen minutes. Like he he was trying to run for president. So, but. Uh, when you, <laughs> when you say goodbye, I, I can't, you know, obviously it, it has to do with his wife. It's got to have to do with his wife. Yeah. I mean, he sat down with her and, you know, whether he was having a conceptual uh, affair with this woman for 13 years or consensual, she, consensual. Yeah. Sorry. Consensual. Or he was just paying her bills for 13 years. Either mm. way, it's, it's a, it's an issue, you know, I mean. When you're married. If, if he wasn't married, who cares? All right, pay some chick's bills for 13 years. Who cares? But I found this one. This is really good. I got to play it. <clears throat> this is Herman Cain. A poet once said, life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible, but it's never easy when there's so much on the line. We have a lot on the line. You must always remember Life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible. 
is never easy when there's so much on the line. We have a lot on the line. They didn't do the whole thing, but it's really So did he, did he take those lines from the song? Or yeah, he he quotes he quotes Donna Summer's song for wow. Pokemon 2000. Look, uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's from Pokemon 2000. Herman, the, the, that video is Herman Kane. Herman Kane becomes a Pokemon, and they actually do. They take his face and they put him on in the cartoon. Is that on YouTube? Yeah. All um, right. But that one, uh, that one's really good. But I mean, Pokemon, and they're loving it. They're loving it, dude. The uh, the talking heads are having a field day with this. Well, he's a real character. Like, you know, God, I, is he ever. What did I say before? Con- concept. You said conceptual, but you meant consensual. <laughs> so it, it's an idea that they had a relationship. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you, you have to wonder, like, did he really think it through fully? Like, they, they know that these people are going to go searching, digging into his past, that they're going to find this lady or this lady just might be mm. like... Yeah, I was going to be quiet about it, but no, I'm, I'm not going to anymore. He is a delight, and now he's gone. I hope he stays in the public, uh, public, in eye. The public eye. I really do. A la, what's her face? Sarah Palin? Or after like yeah. her run, she's still yeah. relevant. I mean, all of these guys, all of the guys running for president, they all have a book right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you kinda, it kind of makes you wonder what they're actually doing in the public eye. Are they really running for president? Or are they trying to sell books? I mean, Herman Cain's actually of, I, I can't remember the, the number of books that he's sold since he started running for president or since it's been released. I don't mm. know, but he had, he's, he's the top dog. Every single one of them has a book out right now, but he has a, he has a book too. Cain. Mm. It's called, this is Herman Cain or something like that. And then, uh, And it is one for which I am sort of scolding myself, I have to tell you. And the reason I'm scolding myself is because I should have known at Pokemon. I feel like an idiot about this. We noted it when the Pokemon thing happened. And at the time, it just seemed like an aberration from normal news and from normal (laughs) politics. just seemed like a one-off weird thing. But looking back now, now that it is so obvious, now that it has finally dawned on me, I should have known at Pokemon. We all should have known at Pokemon. It was the first her, Republican the presidential debate in Iowa back in August, right before the Ames-Iowa the straw poll. They have their debate, Maddow, and at the end of the debate, the candidates give their closing statements. And they know from the format of the debate that they're going to have a chance to give a closing statement. This is one of those things that you can plan for. You can prepare for this. You write your closing statement ahead of time. Well, Herman Cain's closing statement that night read in part, quote, a poet once said, <laughs> you know, I can read the rest of it, but you know what? You're not going to believe me if I just quote it, so let's just play it. <laughs> a poet once said, life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible, but it's never easy when there's so much on the line. The poet in question here is Pokemon. That is a verse from the theme song from the Pokemon movie. Quoted by Herman Cain in a presidential debate as inspirational poetry. It's just amazing. It's, 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 it's a... God. Well, a poet did, you know, happen to write it. But yeah, a poet was like, I don't know, 
poem. Uh, poet once said, <laughs> I, and I love the way he talks. He's just so <laughs> he's so great. I mean, that was my dream, and that was that was so many people's dream is to see that man go up against Barack Obama. Obviously, I still support Barack Obama, mm-hmm. but it would have just been. An amazing thing. Not only an amazing thing, but it would have been hilarious because that's that's all the Democrats want is just somebody like him. They don't want, you know, a a professional politician to go up against their man. They want a guy who was the head of the National Restaurant Association, (laughs) the CEO of a pizza company that I've never even heard of. Like, and most anyone, so many people have never heard of. I mean, even in, in, his whole, pizza. In, his, in his hometown, has anybody ever heard of it? I don't know. Yeah. He's just, oh, God, he's so incredible. I mean, could you actually see him being president, <laughs> though? Yeah, I could. Hmm. I never actually got that far to imagine it. I just kind of. It would be like a, it would be like a George W. Bush presidency. Hmm. But he's, he's, not a, he's not a complete retard. It's just, he, he's not a retard at all, actually. He's just he's, not a politician. Yeah, it's, he's not a politician, and so it's when he different. comes out with these quirky little things that like normal people would do up on the stage, mm-hmm. people, are, you know, the talking heads are like, oh my God, this has never been seen before, you know? <laughs> it's because he's a regular guy, and that was what I was trying to get at when we, me and Chris had that blowout about his campaign manager Being in the different. ad smoking the cigarette. That's what they were trying to go for, is something different, and it's different. Yeah, okay, he's smoking a cigarette. That's nothing new. But the fact that, you know, Herman Cain wanted to show the American audience, whatever whatever media market that that commercial was shown in, mm-hmm. he wanted the people out there to see that he had a guy working on his campaign just like you, sitting in your sofa watching this ad, or the person next door, you know what I mean? Those smokers. A smoker, yeah. a, a, regular, a regular dude, you know? Instead of polishing everything up like all the other candidates do because they're, you know, they're professional politicians... And that's what it's all about is totally, uh, you know, putting up the, the foggy mirror. Smokescreen? Smokescreen. It's a smokescreen mm. act, yes. And Herman Cain didn't do that. But well, I guess he apparently some other things came through the smokescreen that he either wasn't prepared for or maybe forgot about. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still a little curious if uh, these allegations prior to... The most recent one. And, 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 every, and everybody took him as a joke because, you know, after these allegations came out about him touching women's genitalia and they didn't want him to <laughs> or whatever, you know, he'd come out of a, of a rally or whatever and one of the reporters would be there, Mr. Kane, Mr. Kane, did you... And he'd look at him and he'd go, 999. But all right, so this is the thing that I think. He wasn't just being like a douche and being like, you know that's my economic plan. You know because mm-hmm. there was a there was a while there with the um, with the debates where you know it was what's your what's your plan for our economy and mm-hmm. nine 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 the flat nine percent rate or whatever. Well, whether it's good or bad, I don't know. But um, he, uh, you know that would that would be his thing because he got so much attention for it. He right. you know a reporter that he didn't want to answer the question nine nine nine, but he wasn't you know he wasn't ma- he he wasn't. That wasn't, you know, that was 999 in German, mm. meaning like, no, no, no. Leave right. me alone. That's what I think mm-hmm. it was. Everybody thinks that he was just like being a douche by being like, I'm not going to answer your question. 999, that's my political plan. <laughs> but actually, he was speaking German. 
and saying, no, 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 Mr. Reporter, I'm not going to answer your question. About you had the closed caption on, so you saw that's what no. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's just my uh, prediction, because mm. I think that he is smarter than the average bear. Uh, it's not like anybody out there said he was a retard, but it was, you know, just like what we were talking about. He's not mm. a professional politician, so therefore, you know, his, you know, his little quirks that he has not been... Uh, he's not had the year, years and years to perfect hiding them mm. or doing the right thing. He's a, <laughs> he's, a, he's an average guy. He's an average guy. He's got a lot of money, but yeah. hmm. I'm going to yeah. miss him. Rest in peace. Well, he's probably not going to be gone completely anyway. I hope not. He might end up with a, uh, a show on Fox News. I <laughs> mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they'll offer him something like that. Or if he doesn't have a show, he's going to be one of those uh, commentators because... But That's this this, po- this Pokemon them. stuff, I mean, is just amazing. That is actually pretty crazy. I didn't hear that he... I didn't actually you hear didn't his hear? goodbye speech. <gasps> I heard it was epic. The, the one that so I, the one that that I, I played why. and the one that they played on Rachel Maddow, that was at one of the debates. His actual... Uh, his actual goodbye speech at the end of it, he says it, but he, he draws it out. He says it really, you know, really slow. He, he lengthens it, hmm. you know. Uh, John Stewart last night had, oh man, this is, pr- I, I was looking for it. I thought maybe it'd be up here, but I, I'd have to find it. Maybe it's on my other thing. Um, when he came, you know, this was in Atlanta mm-hmm. at his headquarters in Atlanta. Um, when he, <laughs> he, had the guy, you know, the, the crowd is gathered and, you know, up on the, up at the podium, uh, one of his people is like, all right, everybody. Let's uh, give a warm welcome for Herman Cain. And then the guy walks away, and, and the crowd's just standing up at the, staring up at the podium. And all of a sudden, in the parking lot next to them, <laughs> no, at the song, mm-hmm. I am American, starts playing over <laughs> the loudspeaker, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's just like, all right, where is he? Where is he? They're looking up at the podium. The music starts playing. And they hear a sound over in the parking lot next to them. And everybody looks. And here comes Herman Cain's big van, his big... Uh, his bus, tour bus? His big tour bus. With his face on with it. With his face on it. <laughs> pulls up. That's how he, that's how he was introduced. That's how he introduced himself to this. I mean... Yeah, John Stewart did a good thing with that last night. It was it was really <laughs> funny, but that was amazing. Who does that? Who does that? Herman Cain does, and that's why. Oh God. Well, that's probably why he's a, a pizza millionaire because he knows how to market himself. That, and yeah, that. that it's all about marketing. It's all about presentation of yourself. And that yet, was just we go back to the other point we made. We've <laughs> never heard of this pizza place. No. If anybody can. Uh, Get some commercials of a. <laughs> I, I wanted to see if they had Godfather that thing pizza. up yet from of last night of. Um, oh, the, on John Stewart. The tour bus rolling in, but it was awesome because he's like, "Yeah, give a round of applause for Herman Cain," and then I am America, one voice united we stand. And everybody's like, "Where is he?" And his <laughs> bus pulls up with his huge face on it. It's just <laughs> ah, so it's just. It's, it's How amazing. do the other candidates roll? Do they have? Tour buses and uh, is their face? Yeah, on I don't think their face is on the bus though. That's that's really. Uh, I mean, you gotta you gotta really really think highly of yourself. You really gotta love yourself, or you gotta just have you know you gotta be. Um, not a politician, a businessman, like mm. you said, mm. and you gotta know how to market yourself. And 
The thing I noticed too, he's got one of those uh, QR codes on the bus too. So people who still don't know who he is and they have a smartphone that can scan it and and do that thing. But people have um, what's the deal with the with the uh, the T-shirt that people wearing shirts with those on? Is that like can you actually scan them? Mm -hmm. It should be able to. Um, Like before you even like have them printed, you should always test them. I don't know. I do a lot of research with this type of stuff, Mm -hmm. but um. Well, you've seen people wearing T-shirts with QR codes on them. Mm. Does it say anything else on it, or is just, no? It's, it's just, just it's it's like not you know like not huge, but just like takes up the middle of the shirt. Right. I'm not sure I would want to do that because then I already have like issues with people just like staring at me, and then now they're pointing their phones at me. People stare at you on occasion, yeah. In what situation would that be? I don't know. Maybe because I'm trying to burn down a house, but I don't know. <laughs> but most times, it's just like, why are you watching me so intently? Mm. And then with their pointing them, their cameras at me, and I don't know, I just always have this, I don't want to call it fear or phobia, but thinking that someone's making fun of me or talking about me. It probably came from high school um, with a couple of girls sitting in the back of the class. What year did you Spanish. graduate? Uh, 2004. Actually, it wasn't high school, it was middle school. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's just these girls sitting in the back of the class and speaking in Spanish and don't know what they're saying. At the time, I didn't. And... They're just giggling and laughing, and it looks like they're looking in my direction, but they could actually be looking at the teacher. I don't really know, but I was like, oh, I know they're talking about me. I I just know it. So that's probably stuck with me ever since. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. I am just so disappointed. That episode of The Daily Show premiered at 11 o'clock, and I can't find anything from it. It's probably not on yet. Or not up yet. Yeah, but they've had since 11 o'clock to do this. The, uh, well, just like any other show when they post online, I mean, not post online, when they do like the live airing or whatever, then the next day, it's usually sometime the, after. The internet fairies, I thought, worked <laughs> a lot quicker than this. I thought instantly. I thought instantly as the show is premiering on television, the internet fairies are carrying little, the good clips onto the, into the tubes well, that, that carry the internet to our homes. Usually about maybe less than 24 hours later. Do you, do you know what I picture the internet fairies to look like? Not really. They're like little, um, not the machine. Uh, they're like, they're like little machines. They're like the size of like, like Tinkerbell fairies, but they're like little androids, but not mm-hmm. like, not, not the, not not, the android android. Not, no, they're not cute. They're like, not the little green android that's like on my phone, but. Let me just, more or less, have you ever seen the movie Short Circuit? Yes. All right, they're little robots like they that. They look like that. But they don't have, like, the, the, the big, like, tank wheels as, you know, to move them around. They have actual legs hmm. with, with, with wings. And they're more like robotic wings. They're not like the little, like, um, the little see-through veiny wings that fairies normally have that you could, like, pick off. These ones actually have metal rods in them put a lot of thought into this Mm. so this is what you think about like no this is how i actually think that good stuff from television gets immediately put (laughs) onto the internet the internet fairies all um they're taking these little bits and bites and bringing them to the internet yes after they've been on tv it takes them a little while they're small little little things and they i'm pretty sure they're each carrying maybe maybe a megabyte each so with these videos streaming they all have to get there and Sometimes it all don't make it. I'm just really disappointed. So that's why there might be like a couple little blocks or a couple little bleeps when you're watching the video. And like More or less, I just want you to see it because it was hilarious. This is the, all right. No, uh, never mind John Stewart's writers, but it's all about his, that show. What makes that show 
is his facial expressions. When they when yes. they're showing the clips of you know from Fox News or MSNBC or CBS News, and you know it's something you know laughable, and then they cut back to him. He's looking just got at this the facial kid. expression. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. No matter what his expression is, it's just priceless. And like, because the face is like it's showing you how you actually feel. I'm like, exactly. I have that same exact. Re- we can't show faces on the radio, but yeah. you know, it's that's how we feel the same way. His facial expression is exactly how we feel. You can't see TTs on the radio either. <laughs> um, the uh, what, what, what are we, a nursery school going on? I don't know. There? I'm seeing a whole lot of kids, and one of them I'm not even sure is actually like a kid or a student. And Also, we, we were greeted to um, uh, men climbing up the, uh, the towers out back this morning. Yeah, I What are those towers even for, dude? Do you know? That's what I was looking up the other day because I was just so curious. I kept, okay, what started my search was, um, I don't know if it was just me, but I seem like I keep noticing cell towers, more and more cell towers around. Which isn't a problem because I would like to have reception wherever I go. Yeah. Um, so I looked those up just to get some general information. Like, okay, what's the cell towers are all, all about? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's the black eye enthusiast. All right, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I moved on to the radio towers um, and masts, radio masts and everything like that. So uh, some of those, like probably the ones outside here, they're probably... Well, yeah, they probably are very dangerous to touch. Like, just you yeah. just want to go touch them, yeah. so you have to be really careful around them. Yeah. Um, but they do send out signals, or if they don't send them out, then they receive them. Yeah. So, I was just I was just curious about it. Well, there's a good like maybe six or seven of them, tall ones, right behind our where we uh, do the show here. And uh, I get out of my car and I, I just like I just happen to look over at them. It's not you know, mm-hmm. and there is a this daredevil circus guy up there <laughs> with, he's got like a bucket, like a five gallon bucket hanging off his side. Like he's got pieces of something in there and he's mm. just, he's climbing up this thing. And then I noticed the one a little behind that one. There's, mm-hmm. I'm like, this I'm is sure a, like a picture. Like, yeah, this is amazing. I'm when we like, go to break, I'll go see if they're still out there and I'll take, I picture. hope every single tower has a guy on it by the time you go out there. But you know what? Well, these towers, they're kind of like a landmark. Well, for me, Especially at night. I think the black guy enthusiast has a kid because the kid's walking around with her. Sometimes you think that, and then you end up finding out it could be like a little brother or niece or nephew or something like that. Because that happens with me all the time. Um, The other towers, they're much taller. It's like maybe about a mile away from here. Yeah. Those, I don't even know how to get to, but I I know where they are, but I just don't want to get to them. And I'm terrified. Like They're the ones you can really, really see because they're like skyscraper size. Right. Yeah. Those, I'm terrified if anyone has to <coughs> climb up those. But people do. And they do either maintenance or repair work. Some people die because they're up there. Like, and they have some kind of injury. Or they try to fix something and it doesn't go completely the way it's supposed to. And mm. it breaks. That's the other thing I was reading, too. All these malfunctions of uh, those particular things. I thinking it would be funny. Uh, what? Oh, oh, we still got time. Oh, almost. Not ooh, really. But look at that. Yeah. We, uh, we've been speaking for quite a while. We have. Um, I was just thinking it'd be funny if uh, that five-gallon bucket hanging from the guy's side was full of water. It would just make it more interesting for him to climb up with five gallons of water on his side. What would he be doing? Swinging back oh. and forth, <laughs> like <laughs> just, just, just to have it, just to make it a you know a challenge hmm. to get up that thing. Oh well. Yeah, we'll be right back. There's a Ow. fire starting in my heart. 
dial sitting in with us surprisingly <laughs> i'm pleasantly surprised by this is babbling babs <laughs> VP. she is the receptionist and vp of uh connecticut school of broadcasting farmington campus admissions coordinator admissions coordinator Thank is her you. is her legitimate title mm-hmm. mvp she's uh we're gonna make her the um the lost dials uh anything goes correspondent <laughs> today, today she's in here for what, Sterling? This is your deal. You oh. may regret this, guys. Um, no, I, I'm sure we will. <laughs> I figure it's pretty safe. Um, <laughs> but Grammy nominations were uh, announced last week, last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been sitting on this since Wednesday. We could talk about a Saturday, but no, we talked about it today. Cool. Um, Kept me up last night, but yeah, I did. Um, Made me lose my train of thought for a second, but some top nominations went to Kanye West and uh, Adele to start. Yeah. So, and I know Babs is a big fan of Adele, as am I. Really? Which a, is, yeah, brand new fan, actually. Actually, me too. Ever since this album, ever since the song that you just heard rolling. You kind of remind deep. me of Betty White a little oh, bit. Oh God! <laughs> I hope that's not a bad. Betty. Everybody no, loves Betty White. It's a good thing. But everybody I'm not loves quite Betty that White. old. No, no, no. Not you. Like you <laughs> were Betty White back in the. Way back. What, what Mary Tyler Moore show? There you go. Okay. Okay. That's but better. You, I don't know. You, you just have this like. You're sitting uh, awful close. You better watch. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves Betty White, though. Oh, yeah. You can't. You oh, can't. God. Right. And she's also one to look out for because she'll, you know. Yeah. Betty White's got that. She's got that uh, that sexual flair. She does. Yeah, she, she does. She can come out with. You she, never she's, know. A, she's a tiger. Am I supposed to sound like I'm echoing? Do you? Yeah. She oh. sounds a little bit like she's echoing. I'll try to fix that a little bit if I can. You're going to have the privilege of having me in here, guys. Let's do it right. She's got a yes. <laughs> uh, no, it's my privilege to be here. Yes. Oh, I'm glad you're here. So wait, wait, till, wait till you see what we bring you in for next week. Oh boy. It's going to be I like no it's going to be it's going to be like gutter work. There you go. We're going to put you <laughs> in the trenches, Barb. <laughs> All right. Oh, I've been there before. How, how does that sound? A little better. A little better. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Just had to make sure that we hear you, so mm-hmm. which I can hear you. So, it's so who good. else is up for Grammys? Um, well, I'll just go through each category. Cool. Well, not all of them because there's like I don't know, thirty or forty ones that people don't even care about. I'll, I, yeah, I said it. There's ones people don't care about, like the folk album of the year. Um, people don't care about that. Well, I don't care about it. But no offense to the folk artist. I'm sure they're wonderful people. They're true artists. Now, is that folk different from country? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I will right. mention the country ones because we do have some country fans. Absolutely. So I will mention those. Moi would be one. Right. And uh, I think Chris and also Sharon. So We used to have a country segment. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. We oh, did. cool. I didn't know Country that. countdown. But the this lo- is the whole The, the Lost Dial is a very open-minded show. Good. Even, even to the worst of categories. We, um, we even like folk. I'm, I, I, I love folk music. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll mention I don't, I, I don't know too I know a couple modern folk artists. They might be on this <laughs> list. They might, they might be up for a Grammy. Maybe. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah. The number one, um, well, I'm just going to go down the list. 
This is at Grammy.com. You can find this information. But record of the year, we have Rolling in the Deep. Oh, I, let me explain this first because this happened last year. A lot of people asked me, and at first I didn't know, so I had to look it up. There's a difference between record of the year and song of the year. So, <gasps> really? Yes. yes, there is. I never knew that. People always, what's the difference? Yeah, so, what is the difference? Well, record. one's a record and one's a song. <laughs> <laughs> the record of the year is like the final production of the song that goes uh, to the mixers and the engineers. Uh, the ugly people. The producer. The ugly people. Yeah, the ugly people. The writers. But wouldn't they be the same song anyway? I mean. They, it, some, a lot of times, not a lot of times, but often they're kind of nominated both for the same thing. Sometimes. Okay. Because it's pretty much the record of the year is all about production. The song of the year is more about, I believe, the writing no the composer people who actually wrote the song i believe right. so, ah, okay so that's what the difference is um but record of the year we have adele with rolling in the deep my should be rolling in the hay <laughs> she's rolling in the dough that's for sure rolling in the dough that's yeah that's beautiful yeah. Good job right that's there. that's that's who i'm voting for that's who i want to win um holocene by bon iver i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing his name right but he's pretty new on the scene um, I've only heard of him through Kanye West because he's actually on his last album. Um, I think he's from Lithuania. I think he's American. Maybe he's from, I don't know. He could be. <laughs> um, the next is Grenade by Bruno Mars, who's also pretty big on the scene right now. Yeah. He's got a lot of nominations too this year. But then again, he's new altogether. Mm. Um, the Cave by Mumford and Sons. No? You lost mm. me with that one. I'll look that one up. I believe you, they performed last last year, but I'm not, I haven't really listened to them too much. But they're they're up. So, and Katy Perry with Firework. I like Katy Perry. I do. She's growing on me. I really do. She's growing on me. Her voice is good. Mm -hmm. And I like that song. Yeah, that happy song. She's got it's a it's nice a, face to look at too. Yeah, oh yeah, among other things, I'm sure. <laughs> is she the one that's married to Tom Cruise? No. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm serious. I thought she was. <laughs> no, but they look almost, almost. Right? Am I well, right about that? Well. It's, it's, it's easy Not to really, but that. What's her, her, she looks Katie more like what? Alison Brie. She's Katie what? The one married to? Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, yeah. You like her? She's all right. Yeah. Oh. Katie Perry looks more like Al Alison Brie to me. She plays on Community. <coughs> you don't oh, watch Community. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, um, she's, uh, I think her name is Tracy on uh, Mad Men. Plays uh, Peter's wife. Blank. It's not Tracy, Don't watch though. Men. It's not Tracy. Trudy. Trudy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her? Yeah. That's who you're talking about? Yeah, that's Alison Brie. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll get a side-by-side -side of Alison Brie and Katie Perry. Trudy, yeah. All right, yeah. Album of the year. Again, Adele with 21. Yeah. Um, oh. Wasting Light by the Foo Fighters. Nice. Born This Way, Lady Gaga. Mm. She'll get, she'll probably clean up. Um, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know her either. Her theatrics. I'll give her credit for her theatrics. Mm, she, boy. I'm, no, I'm, she's talented. She, she is, is talented. I'm going to listen to this album probably is later Is she from this Nebraska week. or something? Uh, no, she's from New York. Oh. Yeah. Why, why would you ask? Yeah, why Nebraska? I just thought she was. Oh. He's mm. got, he's, he's got something up his sleeve. Something. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I don't think we've ever really talked about her too much, but we will another day. Gaga? Yeah. yeah. Bruno Mars, uh, Doo-Wop and Hooligans. Yep. Mm. I'm going to listen to that album, too, because apparently a lot of people tell me I'm going to like it. And the one that I have nothing against this artist. I just feel that she shouldn't be nominated. But Rihanna with Loud. Oh, okay. Why do you not think that she should um, be nominated? 
See, this is what sent Twitter all abuzz Wednesday night because oh um, Kanye West was not included for album of the year for his masterpiece, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which is a even, masterpiece, by the way. Yeah, even people that don't like Kanye said right. this, this album should have been I, on I the list. I bought that album yeah. for my father last really? Christmas because he had heard an interview with him on NPR and they played clips and something about the clips of some of the songs they played got him. He's, he doesn't listen to hip hop or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Something about the interview and the clips that they played really got him all, um, excited about it. Mm. All fired up. Hmm. Yeah. It's whether it's, he listened to the album or threw it away. I don't know. But. <laughs> should ask him, should ask him about it. But what But back to Rihanna? What, what's your, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't, I'm a little biased because I haven't actually listened to the album itself, but, Compared to the rest of the nom- nominees, uh, except for Foo Fighters, I haven't really listened to them either. In fact, I only think I only have maybe one or two songs. What's the name of that album? Head. This album that's nominated for which one? For Foo Fighters, uh, "Wasting Light." Okay, I don't know if I've ever heard anything off of it, but I do like the Foo Fighters. Yeah, they seem—I don't know—they seem like they would foo. they could fit in this category this year. I don't know. I think I think what happened was when I was comparing them was like if I had to take anyone out of this this group of five to take out to put in Kanye, I Rihanna think it would have been Rihanna. Be yeah. Okay. So, so it was nothing against Rihanna. I'm sure, you know, her album's excellent. I don't know. Maybe I'll listen to it later this month just to, it's like, okay, I see why you nominated that. Now, back to Song of the Year, which, like I said, is different from Record of the Year, so we're looking at more like the artists slash How many people writers. are involved in the nomination process that That's actually nominate? Yeah, right. Like, who are these people? I will get back to you with that. <laughs> is it Donna? That's a good question. <laughs> is, it, is it the internet fairies that, that pick? <laughs> is it people or internet fairies? Um, I think it's actual people, and then the internet fairies bring it to the internet, okay. and then they set everybody, you know, going crazy. So I figured just, you know, the names were put into the tubes, and, you know, whatever names came out the other side the fastest <laughs> are the ones that are nominated. <laughs> yeah. That's how I thought the process worked, actually. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hmm. I'm going to go look into it, and um, I'll let, you'll be the first to know if internet fairies are involved. Okay. So. I just want to know, but you know, like any any award nominations for the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. who are these people? Well, at least the Oscars, I know <clears throat> it's actually other directors, actors, okay. producers. Those yeah. are the ones that pick well, those. That's the way it should be. Right. It should be that way with everything. Right. I think. And the Emmys, I believe, I think that's the press. I think it might be people in the press that pick mm-hmm. that. I think. Mm-hmm. But the Grammys, that's a good question. I don't know who's in charge of that. So. <clears throat> Yeah. It might be the record association of whatever RIAA or whatever. But who are initial. those people? Like who are we they? say, they said or they think, who are they? Who are they? Right. Because <laughs> whoever picks it, then they have to send them out to be voted on or I don't yeah. know. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a mysterious group. Oh, I just I picture them walking around like the Supreme Court judges. Oh, like, with the briefcases. and Well, you know, in their, in their garb or whatever. <laughs> But it's not, you know, it's not judge. When the winners are right, judge not the shrouds, winners. it's not judge shrouds. It's like something a little classier looking. But, you know, they put them all in a room by themselves, and the press can come in every now and take pictures of them all sitting there as, <laughs> as they vote <laughs> yeah. right, right. and discuss. Yeah. I'm like, no, right. they they don't belong here. Let's get them out. Let's, mm. I vote no on that one. No. <laughs> but yeah, song of the year. Um, oh yes, and they also were upset that Kanye didn't get record of the same song. But all of the lights, which is maybe my favorite song on the album, which is surprising I didn't play it today, but All of the Lights by Kanye West, um, The Cave by Mumford & Sons, again, 
Grenade by again uh, Bruno Mars. Yep, The Cave. I've listened to a couple of their songs before, Mumford and Sons. Uh, yeah, but I'd have to hear them again because I can't think of who they I are. never heard of them. I shouldn't be admitting this, but I never heard of them. It's okay. They're, I've only heard of them on like award shows and their music. And yeah, then, okay. Since I watch pop-up video now, um, I think one of their videos came up once. Uh, bon Iver again for a Holocene. His music is kind of different. Yeah. I don't even know how to really describe it, but it's just like, I don't know. It's different there are a whole lot of nominees there are yeah and i'm only in the third category and again adele rolling in the deep okay this is the cave the cave okay i've heard this song mm. yeah i'm buying it i buying like it? that i like that dollar 29 forget about it. it's not that good god <laughs> But my pick for song of the year is a toss-up between Adele and Kanye, but mm. I'm probably going to go with Kanye for that oh one. Oh, yeah, Little Lion Man. You've heard that before. That's Mumford & Son, too. Yeah. yeah. Just the title alone, you've heard that. Best New Artist, the band Perry. Never heard of them. Perry the Platypus? Sure. Um, bon Iver again. J. Cole, which is a rapper um, endorsed by Jay-Z, at least on his last album. Nicki Minaj, which probably, I'm going to guess, might win. Because yeah. everybody's talking about her, so mm. and I relax. just keep seeing those two little girls in their pink frilly dresses doing that her song. Yeah, I saw that video. And it was cute, but now it's getting old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real fast. <laughs> you know, I love um, I love how things get fast. Yeah, really quick. Mm -hmm. Get old really quickly. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, best pop solo performance. Um, again, Adele. Wow, she's really up there, huh? This time for the song Someone Like You, which I also love. I love that song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga is back with You and I, which I don't remember very well. I don't think I've heard it. Mumford and Sons, they look like a bunch of uh, wagoners, like they do. Western pioneers. Look at these guys. They look like In they would be singing anyway. folk yeah. music. They look like country. They look, country li they look mm -hmm. like yeah. the uh, Donner Party. <laughs> uh, Grenade with Bruno Mars again. Uh, firework with Katy Perry, and Pink with Perfect. Oh, that's different. Yes. And I like Pink. Mm. Pink is cool. I do too. But I will, t I will take uh, Adele for the win. Yep. Uh, best Pop Duo Group Performance. Uh, Body and Soul with Tony Bennett and Amy Winehouse, rest in peace. Oh. I haven't heard this song, but... Um, I think, she, yeah, something with her may... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, dearest... The Black Keys. I like the Black Keys, but I haven't heard the song, actually. Uh, Coldplay with Paradise. Oh, I love Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, that's... Um, yeah, uh, never mind. I'm not going to embarrass ahead. myself. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it. My sucker, you, suckerism. In, uh, you don't like Coldplay, do you? No, I, I, there's uh, some songs by Coldplay that I do like, but I don't like to admit it. What's the song that I... <laughs> Dearest? Dearest is the one you've never heard? Yeah. And uh, Pumped Up Kicks for Foster the People. <clears throat> which I actually only heard recently, again, on pop-up video. It's, eh, it's whatever. What's this pop-up video you keep talking about? It's on VH1. It uh, it has the music videos, and it pops up all these little trivia little facts about ah, the video, about okay. the, the artist. It's fun, cool. and it's funny. I love it. Yeah. And I'm glad that they're back for new episodes. It stopped for, like, maybe 15, not 15, that's too many years, maybe about 10 years. Hmm. But it was on for a while. It was, like, one of VH, VH1's best 
cult favorite shows. Cool. So now they're back. Yeah, I've just been educated. In fact, it's on right now. It's on at 12. So. Oh, okay. But my DVR records it, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to stop the show so we can. No, no. no. Okay. Unless we, get, unless we get VH1 here, so we'll just watch it. But, okay. um, and the last one is Moves Like Jagger. By Maroon God. 5 and Christina that Aguilera. Really old, really fast. Oh, I can't, yeah. No, you can't escape that stupid song. And the weird thing is, somebody told me this, and I haven't heard it until one day I finally went to go look it up. And maybe that's because I don't listen to the radio or I don't know. I just haven't heard it until that day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Huh. And I don't really have an opinion on who's going to win that one. Maybe the Black Keys. Only because I Maybe that's who I want to win because I like them. But maybe it could be Tony Bennett and Amy Winehouse. Mm, I have a feeling. So we'll say they might win. I'll have to listen to that. I can't find the stupid song. You like your gun. You look like you're about to eat that microphone. I know. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm always told I don't sound loud enough, so I just like I bury my oh. I bury it into my face, oh, and okay. he controls my uh, my levels when I get obnoxious. Oh. Yeah, sometimes he gets a little too excited, uh-huh. so. It's like okay. I can't you're imagine down. you being obnoxious. <laughs> but I, but I, uh, you know, <laughs> I see some of these guys like you know, like when they show shots of like Rush Limbaugh, you know, actually on his radio show, he sits like this. Really? Talks. I'm like, he's got good microphones because I, I got to sit like right up close to mine. Yeah. <clears throat> I uh, can't find it. What what album is it on? Uh, it's called Rave on Buddy Holly. Oh, that's what did come up before. Something about Buddy Holly, and I just was like, no. Uh, yeah. So, um, best pop album. Yeah, Rave on Buddy Holly. All right. Best pop vocal album. This is going to be a tough one for me because uh, we got the same people again Adele, I'm 21. Born This Way, Lady Gaga, Bernie Mars, Bruno, Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars, and Rihanna. And CeeLo Green, who's. Ooh, yeah. I like him. Me too. Yeah. I do like him. Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Adele's, I don't know. I just have a feeling she's going to clean up. Yeah, me too. Or Lady Gaga might move in. Maybe. You know, well, she did before, didn't she? But didn't she get everything last year? Or no? Yeah, the year before. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Who? Lady Gaga. Uh, she took all the awards. Or maybe it was the VMAs I might be thinking of. I think Adele is just way too... Uh, she just sort of stands there and sings. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't need any clothes or do somersaults over pianos or whatever it is Lady Gaga does. <laughs> she doesn't need any of it. She's no, just... she doesn't. No, she really doesn't. What's this one? CeeLo Green on uh, Rave on Buddy Holly. Well, he can sing anything, really. <laughs> he doesn't like it. You can tell. <laughs> So what is this rave on Buddy Holly? I don't even I don't even know what it is. Is that like a soundtrack of some it's, sort? It's um, it's everybody doing Buddy Holly joints. Oh, okay. The Black Keys, She and Him, Modest Mouse, uh, My Morning Jacket, Florence, The Machine, Paul McCartney, CeeLo Green, Kid Rock, Patti Smith, Karen Elson, Jenny O, Nick Lowe, Justin Towns, Earl Fiona, Fiona Apple, John Brian, Julian Casablancas, Julian Casablancas. Wow. Do you know who that is? No. You know Florence. Graham and Nash. Is- <clears throat> gonna, uh, I think she's good. Yeah. They are good. Yeah, they. No, you only see her. But maybe too. New, maybe too new. I don't know. Well, for, I think she. Year. She was nominated last, either oh, yeah? last year or last time. Oh. Because I know she performed, and a lot of people were like, "Wow, her performance was actually really good." Yep. 
Um, I don't remember if that was for the VMAs or for the Grammys, but Great I remember voice. seeing it. Great yeah. voice. And she's actually growing on me too, so I might mm. start collecting some of her music. Yep. So we have a best rock performance. I skipped a few of them. Um, Coldplay with Every Teardrop is a Waterfall. The Decemberists, Down by the Water. Uh, Foo Fighters with Walk. Again, Mumford and Sons, The Cave. And Radiohead, Lotus Flower. Mm. Hmm. I'm kind of lost in that one. Yeah. I don't know any of those. Surprised you don't listen to Radiohead. Well, I. That's what I use to cry myself to sleep with some nights. <laughs> I, I love Radiohead, though. You I really cry do. yourself to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on the bad days. On the bad days, I put in some, uh, some Radiohead and. Yeah. Okay. I think my friend tried to get me in, into them. I hate them. to think of you crying yourself to sleep, <laughs> honey. I'm sure it's, he does. <laughs> I'm sure he does. He'll, he'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, they're nominated uh, on the bad days. maybe twice, at least twice, because that's also best rock song, uh, Lotus Flower, Radiohead. It's going to be a long show. <laughs> yeah, it usually is. Yeah, how long does this two thing to three normally hours. run? Yeah? Yeah, two to three hours, yeah. It's wow. too long. That's why I'm not naming all the nominees, because no. it's, it's too long of a yeah, list. Yeah. And by the time you get to the end of the list, you don't really care about anything yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. And they only show the most popular ones, like Best Rock Album. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Jeff Beck, Foo Fighters, Kings of Leon, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Wilco. Wow, I actually know three out of five of those. And I know four out of five. Oh. I didn't name any five. There's always okay. five. Okay. What's the one you don't know? I don't know Wilco. Wilco's pretty popular. Hmm. I'm not a huge fan, but they've got quite a following. Hmm. <laughs> I've never heard of them. He probably hasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like that looks like the admission of guilt. That face. <laughs> I, lo- I love Wilco. No. Oh, God. Don't know. What's the What's the uh, the song by the Foo Fighters that you said before? Uh, Walk is one Walk. of them. That is the coolest thing. Is that an iPad? What is that? It's an old fashioned iPad. Uh, iPad. Yeah. Old fashioned. Yeah, because the new one makes yeah, this yeah, yeah. seem seem foolish to have this. Really? There was a list about uh, iPad One versus iPad Two, so I don't remember. The really, the I mean, the, the iPad Two is skinny. It's really sleek, and it's got a camera, and you you can take still pictures and video with it. it there's a couple other things, but other than that, it's. Oh, these things are scaring me. <laughs> <clears throat> the best traditional R and B performance. I'm just gonna say that I want. Uh, let me just go through the list again. CeeLo Green to take this one for "Fool for You." Um, there are other ones like Eric Benet and R. Kelly, Raphael Sadiq, who I also really like. He's a really good guy. And uh, you know him personally? <laughs> not really, but um, he's he's awesome. I love his yeah. music. I should have. I should have said yes. Find out where CeeLo Green comes from. Where does that name come from? How does that? Where did that? Uh, it came from his real name which i don't remember off the top of i'm my sure head. there's some aspect of his real name in there but it, it is mm. and the other one who i'm actually starting to listen to the album i have to listen to it again is uh betty wright uh betty white betty wright full circle yeah <laughs> betty white. and her album uh betty wright the movie which is also with the roots so that that's out al- that's an album that's i have to go listen to again just to get a because um, she's like a Old-fashioned R&B singer, so I want to listen to that a little bit more. And best R&B song, again, CeeLo, which I'm going to go for that one. Uh, I'm just going to say that one. I'm not going to say the rest. Mm. 
I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Is there an album? Oh, yeah. I was a little upset that CeeLo didn't make best R&B album. Yeah, Instead, there's Chris Brown. It's, a, it's an absolute tragedy. It is. I'm sad about it. I cried about it. I cried about it, but I didn't, I didn't listen to, I didn't listen to Radiohead. Yeah. No, I listened to uh, CeeLo, so <laughs> we cried together. <clears throat> R. Kelly, L. DeBarge, uh, Ledsley, and Kelly Price. I got to ask Barb something really quick. Do, do you have any opinion on Herman Cain? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Where do just, I begin? Just, you know. Well, just... I can tell you right now, I'm real tired of looking at him on TV. Oh, mm. not and a I'm fan. So glad, not a fan? I'm so glad he pulled out of the race. Oh, mm. boy. Not that he was really in the race, but almost right. in the race. Mm. Or thought he was going to be in the race and thought he was going to be president. And, uh... Is that enough? Should I continue? That's, <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's. You thought, what, you, you're surprised. I, I, I figured you, you, you of all people might get a kick out of him, even though you don't agree with his politics. Maybe, possibly. I figured, I, I figured you're more, more or less, a little bit more liberal. I possibly. am. Possibly. Yeah. All right. Good. I find See, I'm a obnoxious. good judge of character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I but know. I thought maybe she would, even though she doesn't believe, you know, she doesn't agree with his politics, she might get a kick out of him. Some kind of like me. Mm -hmm. I, I thought he was awesome, even though I don't agree with a word that came out of his mouth. Awesome? How though? Just his. Because he was different. His yeah. Because oh. of his. His seven, his performance. Seven, seven? Yeah. Nine nine nine. His his whole uh, his, <laughs> his his different his, approach to his, politics. His yeah. theatrics really. Uh, well, theatrics. Yeah. Inspired. Oh me. yeah. Yeah, and I wonder what his wife is really thinking and what his wife is really doing right now. Right. Mm. I also thought it would be a, an amazing thing to see him go up against Barack Obama. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to see. That in, in the yeah. end, I think. You Barack know, would have. Obviously, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it would have just been. You know, been it would have been. That would have been, been fun to watch. It's just like one of those fights that you just want to see. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, these two <laughs> heavyweights are up against. Well, Does this guy really think he's going to beat him? I mean. It's it's your typical amazing train wreck, and yeah. you just can't yeah. stop looking at it. Yeah, it's entertainment. That's mm. what it comes down to, mm. basically. That's true. True. Right, let me just throw in a few more before uh, we wrap up this segment. Uh, Barb, Barb needs to get back. I think right, she's, she she's, she's looking at all the uh, hooligans out there tearing <laughs> her desk apart. Yeah, just ripping stuff and taking stuff. Have a ball out there. <laughs> uh, for a rap performance, we have again. Well. Not again, but yeah, again, Kanye West for Otis, or Kanye and Jay-Z. Uh, Lupe Fiasco, Nicki Minaj and Drake, uh, Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, Busta Rhymes, and Wiz Khalifa. I don't even know how to say his name. I don't care for him. And best rap sung collaboration. Oh, the last one I want Kanye to win. Um, did I want to? All the Lights. Let's say that one. I want that one to win. Again, Kanye. And best rap song. Kanye is nominated twice. Boy, he's... Hmm. Yeah. So he should be the other one that hopefully cleans up. But if he's nominated twice, there's chances he's going to win one of them. I don't want Chris Brown to win anything. Neither do I. No. I, I don't care for him. No? No. I didn't care for him before all of that... Uh, all of that nonsense? Yeah, all that, <laughs> all that riffraff <laughs> happened before. So I didn't care about him before that. Yeah. And again, best rap album, Kanye is nominated twice. Uh. So is Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, who I... Uh, yeah, I said it. I don't care about him. I don't care about Lil Wayne. Who does? I know people. Do anybody anymore? Some people tell me, it's like, hey, you should grow your hair like, uh, like Lil Wayne. I'm like, I don't like Lil Wayne. Why would I do that? Right, so. right. Lil. Anybody with Lil in front of their <laughs> name just... Well, he's short. That's, that's why. Abner. Wag of my finger to Lil. And when he started in the game, yeah, the game. When he started Except Lil in, Kim. Well, she's short, too. She's really short. But, but she's, she's, she's feisty. Lil Wayne started when he was nine 
and then he got signed when he was 15. So he mm. just decided to stick with Lil Wayne. Hey, it worked. Lil Bow Wow. Well, he dropped a little part. Oh, it's just Bow Wow now. It's just Bow Wow. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. We'll be right back. Thanks, guys. Thank yeah, you, Barb. Thank you. Uh, welcome back to episode 29 of The Lost Dial, powered by All Not Writing. I was thinking as I was looking at myself after I took a, a pee <laughs> that the reason why I wear these glasses is because I inspire to be like Buddy Holly as well. Oh, do you? It's aspire or in, it's, it's aspire. 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 Yeah. I aspire to be Buddy Holly. Yeah, the glasses that I sometimes wear, <laughs> and I haven't worn them in a while, but they aspire me to be like David Ruffin. Who the hell is that? Yeah, you don't know who that is. <laughs> who is that? Fortunately, some of the fans that I know, uh, they know who David Ruffin is and are probably equal fans of him and his music. He is one of probably the most famous lead singers of The Temptations. Oh, wow, oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. It's that kind of that kind of jargon. <laughs> yeah, look him up and you'll find What's him. What's his name? David Ruffin. Ruffin? Yep. R-U-F-F-I-N? Yep. All right, I'll... I'll and then while you're looking up him see i don't i don't i i mean i i'd like to think that i um i'm up to date on my black history but <laughs> but no you still have to come back to me for more information i'm i'm very i'm very ill-informed about my own um <laughs> white history, history. <laughs> <laughs> oh david ruffin Ju- who's david ruffin jr is that his I don't son know. i don't think he had a junior yeah. um I, I am a big fan of um I'll get back to you. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> what did you want to wrap up with all this? Uh, oh, Grammy stuff? Grammy the, stuff? Just a few other ones because I know, like I said, we have country fans. You didn't get into the country, yeah. Yeah, and I should have just before uh, Babs left because uh, she would have been able oh, to Oh, Harry Belafonte. That's who I like, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I should have wrapped this up while she was here uh, with the country music because <laughs> at least she would have been you know, a correspondent with that. Whereas I don't listen to any country whatsoever. But we have shame on you. I know it's a terrible. I'm just gonna say the names, not the songs, because and I'll you tell know. you how great they are. <laughs> um, Jason Ald- Aldean. Never heard of him. Uh, Martina McBride. McBride. Heard of her? Okay. Blake Shelton. Kind of heard of him. All right. Uh, I think it's a him. I've never Maybe heard of this Blake, girl. But Blake could be either way. I don't know. Yeah, I never heard of this girl, but Taylor Swift. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Not familiar with the music, but I mean, I've heard the name. Yeah, the song is uh, Mean, so I'm, I'm sure she's talking about someone who was mean to her. Probably. Yeah. Actually, I think that song is the one that I know some someone at the about. Someone at the barn party that <laughs> knocked her drink over a hay bale or something. Yeah. I think that was about like all the critics who talked bad about her or something. Uh-oh, I think that's what that yeah, was the about. Critics. Yeah. Mm, you gotta, yeah. It's just something you got to deal with. You want to take on the responsibility of being a... Uh, ginormous celebrity or just, don't cry about the critics i mean come on that's part of the way the world works right everybody in, in, in this country anyway i don't know how the how the critics are you know in the music world elsewhere or the film world elsewhere i'm sure they're just as harsh yeah pretty much that's what critics are for or the and sometimes if anything it just might be the exact opposite where we would hate it but japan loves it all right so right 
Yeah, and that's <laughs> Taylor Swift. I'm sure you are very popular in Bolivia. I'm sure they're not saying. I'm sure the press there is not saying crap about you. You know what? And I have a Bolivian contact, so I'll I'll go and ask. Find him. out. Yeah. Find out what they think of her in Bolivia. Of, of, of the Talking Heads. See what the Talking Heads say about them. Although my Talking Head is about seven, but we'll get into that another day. Um, best country solo performance. The last one is Carrie Underwood, which I've heard of her, right, but I've heard of her. yeah. Uh, duo country, uh, country, that duo group best country is uh Jason. lady antebellum no uh, that's actually they're not they're not on here I lady uh, lady antebellum is one lady and two men i know and that was that took me years to figure that I, out i figured lady antebellum was country's version of lady gaga and it was just going to be this crazy <laughs> flamboyant or, you know I would. I want to see that provocative country singer. But I would actually want to see that. They're very conservative. They're very well dressed, and mm-hmm. no, you know, no crazy theatrics. And it's her and two guys. So they need a crazy, crazy country singer, and maybe I might cross over and start liking some country music. Um, Jason Aldean with Kelly Clarkson. I like Kelly Clarkson, but ah, oh, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenny Chesney featuring Grace Potter. Uh, Sharon talks about him, I believe. Kenny Chesney. Why? Because he's a hunk of burning love. <laughs> I suppose. Sure. Yes. I need some of that loving. I'd, li- um, I'd like to see Sharon do some line dancing. I'd like to see her getting down on the farm. She probably Because she's like a classy type girl, you know, like mm-hmm. you see her, she's dressed very nicely, you know, dressed mm-hmm. to the nines and... Yeah, she seemed like she would. She would but I'd like to see her strap on a pair of dirty boots. <laughs> <laughs> Just do some line dancing. And line dance. I love that. And, I, oops, and out, out, oh. outshine the rest of them. Yeah, you're doing so well. Oh, God, dude. I'm like sorry. After a few hours, it just, it's just too much for you. But Because, you, you know, I, 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 I secretly aspire to be a line dancer. Really? I wouldn't. Maybe I should just go do it. Yeah, go when, do it. You know, for some reason, it's funny. Like, in elementary school, like, like you know, music history, music survey or whatever, one of the things we did have to do was uh, square dancing. Mm-hmm. They taught us how to square dance. I thought it was kind of cool. And then, yeah, I think I remember that too, where they had us do that. Oh, sweet. At least it wasn't just at my dumb hick school. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, what they did in, and it was weird of all classes, they had us for, I think, maybe two gym classes. They taught us swing dancing. Huh. Which was interesting because the partner I was paired up with, I didn't even like. I mean, uh, we didn't like each other. So maybe you got to get close. And yeah, that, that probably would have made for a really great dance because we hate each other and that tension, that made it probably would have made it awesome if if that was like the whole class but (laughs) fortunately that didn't last very long so something about anytime i've seen it either you know on a show or in a movie the the whole line dancing and everybody like doing the spin and clap in unison like i don't know (laughs) it's just something that looks like a lot of fun you know Mm -hmm. and i have family in texas i don't know why i just don't you know go do it yeah i don't want to be a cowboy i just want to be a line i want to be a line dancer you don't have to i don't think (laughs) Um, so I don't want to get down on a farm either. I just want to, you know, go to a nice establishment where mm-hmm. they do that. Yeah. yeah, you probably don't even have to go down on a farm. I'm pretty I'm sure. sure Conne- a, I'm sure there's some in Connecticut. There There's is. country people here. There is, and I, I'm trying to think of where it is because uh, I had a few friends, like a few former coworkers, that that's what they would go do. Surprisingly, you would think this is the one state that doesn't have country channels on the radio, well, but there do. are. And in fact, you're, you'd, be, you'd be surprised sometimes where there are country stations, like the really strong country. Maybe they do it at the uh, uh, Red Dog Saloon. 
<laughs> and then they get into huge brawls and smash bottles over one of That them. I think I would want to see. I don't want to be a part of it, but I just want to see it. I'm like, oh, this does happen in real life. Awesome. <laughs> Let me just get out now because they're going to blow I've me. never seen a real bar fight. I mean, I've never seen it. I've seen people fight outside. Oh, yeah. But outside. I've never seen throwdowns yeah, inside outside, the bar where, like, tables get smashed, you know, throw someone on a table. like that. Well, we don't live in Western times anymore <laughs> either. So. Yeah, but people... It's just funny. It's always taken outside. I'm, I'm sure it does happen. I've never seen it. I've been in a lot of bars, but I've, you know, I've seen people beat themselves to a pulp outside, but never mm. inside. Hmm. Well, Where the one bartender day. takes out the shotgun and tells everybody to take it outside because he doesn't want his tables all busted up. Those tables cost money. I wonder if he'd actually use it, too. Like, if you don't take it outside, I'm going to use the shotgun. And maybe that's a time I don't actually want to be there to witness it, but yeah, it's an idea. I don't know. Mm-mm. Um. Uh, okay, I'll just do the last two, and then we'll move on to the last two I want to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, best country song, Are You Gonna Kiss Me or Not? Yeah, that sounds like a typical oh, country geez. song. That uh, that's by Jim Collins, and oh, that's the writers, I'm sorry. I don't know. What Are you gonna kiss me or not? Let's, let's. Tom, Thompson Square, that's who. Uh, you want to hear it? Not really. <laughs> oh, come on. Just, okay, fine. Just for a second. Are you going to kiss me or not? Thompson Square? Yep. While you're looking that up, God Gave Me You by Blake Shelton, Just Fishing by Trace Atkins, oh, Mean, God. Taylor Swift. That sounds exactly like I thought it would. What's the one by the other, that redneck? Uh, uh, fishing? Just Fishing? <laughs> Trace Atkins. Um, then we have Mean, Taylor Swift. Threaten Me With Heaven by Vince Gill and You and Tequila by Kevin Chesney featuring Grace Potter. And then Just fishing. Trace Atkins. Oh, ringtones. Sweet. Best album, Jason Aldean, Eric Church, Lady Antebellum there. I almost said there she is, but there they are. <laughs> right. There's two men you got to take into account there. Blake Shelton, George Strait, and once again, Taylor Swift. Just fishing. Don't they have their own award show? They do. And I think it was recently just on, I think. A few weeks ago. Yes, I am biased. I didn't watch it at all. I don't know who won. It's not as terrible as I thought. Hmm. It's not. It's it's kind of heartfelt. It's not like dumb, you know. Like <laughs> I love this bar. You know, like that. <laughs> it's it's all right. Um, for all the gospel categories, I want Kurt Franklin to win for his album uh, "Hello Fear." Do you really want to know best folk album? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Barton I, Hollow by the Civil Wars. But the Civil Wars. Yeah. That's a cool name. They were also in the uh, country category. Oh. Um, I'll Never Get Out of This World Alive by Steve Earle. And that's a true fact. You'll never get out of this world alive. Um, Helplessness Blues by Fleet Foxes. Uh, ukulele Songs by Eddie Vedder. Yeah. And I bet uh, Haley just touched herself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Harrow and the Harvest by Gillian Welch. Oh, Bar- Barton Hollow? That's the name of the song? 
That's the name of the album. Oh, the name of the album. It is a song, though, too. Oh, okay. Barton Hollow. Let's just let's just check it out. All right. Because I like the civil the sound of that. That's the a civil cool, wars. The civil wars. That's yeah. a cool name. Here we go. Barton Hollow. That's way more country than it is folksy. <laughs> Folk, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not. I, I'm not even giving that a chance. Never mind. Cool name for a band, but it's a man and a woman. Oh, okay. The Civil Wars. So the one that I wanted to skip down to was Best Spoken Word Album. Nice. Uh, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Uh, Bossy Pants? That's the name of her book. Really? Yeah. So she's one that, you know, it's an audio book, basically. So it, that, it includes they consider poetry, that audio, spoken word? Well, it includes poetry, audiobooks, and storytelling. Okay. So, and... Bossy Pants? Yeah, mm-hmm. and basically her book is, <laughs> is telling a story of her life. Oh, um, nice. Fab Fan Memories, The Beatles, Bond, Hamlet, and Dan Donahue and other people are reading that. Uh, if You Ask Me by Betty White and The Mark of Zorro by... If You Ask Me by Betty White? Well, the How whole, many books does she have out right now? The whole she's title. got a zoo book. She's got this. <laughs> she's got a show. That woman is so loaded already. She she's is so rolling busy. in it. She is rolling in it. She's 90 she, years old. If you ask me in, of course you won't. That's the whole title of that book. Do you want to hear a clip from Bossy Pants? Um... Probably, even though I'm going to end up buying the audiobook. I already read the book itself, but I want the audiobook because Tina Fey is actually reading it. So. Soccer nerd developing into this fancy glamour lady who secretly prefers to be this weirdo on roller skates and a wig. For clarification, you can check a PDF. I hope you enjoy this audiobook. I hope you enjoy it so much that you also buy a copy for your sister-in-law. <laughs> Tina Fey, New York City, 2011. It's so hard to believe it's 2011 already. I'm still writing Tina Fey grade four room 207 on all my checks. <laughs> Origin story. My brother is eight years older than I am. I was a big surprise, a wonderful surprise my mom would be quick to tell you. Although having a baby at 40 is a commonplace fool's errand these days, back in 1970, it was pretty unheard of. Women around my mom's office referred to her pregnancy as Mrs. Fey and her change of life baby. When I was born, I was fussed over and doted on, and my brother has always looked out for me like a third parent. The day before I started kindergarten, my parents took me to the school to meet the teacher. My mom had taken my favorite blanket and stitched my initials into it for nap time, just like she'd done for my brother eight years earlier. At the teacher conference, my dad tried to give my nap time blanket to the teacher, and she just smiled and said, oh, we don't do that anymore. That's when I realized I had old parents, and I've been worried about them ever since. I like um I like the flashbacks in uh, Thirty Rock um, to when she's a kid or mm-hmm. a teenager. They they do her up so dorky. They, they do. Like that's hilarious. Like, but uh, there's truth to that. That's mm-hmm. probably how she kind of was. Like, you know, I don't know. The, yeah, you do see a lot of reading the book. I can see a lot of Liz Lemon. And, yeah, since it is yeah, based partially she, on her life. Yeah, so. that's yeah. No, that's that's incredible. I, more and more, I I really respect her as a uh, as an artist. As a person, and that book made as a me writer. just maybe just love her even more. So yeah, definitely twenty one ninety five on uh, iTunes. Okay, I'm wondering, looking at my budget in my head, if I can afford that. I don't know if I can right now. The but length it's five hours thirty three minutes of her reading Bossy Pants, <laughs> unabridged, by the way. That's oh, good because you want every single word in there. That how she about wrote. the help? Have you seen the help yet? Not yet, but it's coming out. Come on, out? Oh, okay. It's coming out today, actually. That might I just uh, you know because of Emma Stone and everything. Yes. But 
you know, oh, you might learn some black history too. Right. That's what I was thinking is, <laughs> yes. you know, some plantation history. So, so that's, um, that's what I'm, um, yeah, well, it's not that old <laughs> from the 1940s, it's like 50s, 60s. I thought, yeah, okay. No, 60s. Like the 60s, 60s. 60s. <clears throat> I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll probably... It still wasn't a good time for... It wasn't a good time, it. but I'll, I'll <clears> check it out and I'll give you a review. And that's actually what I wanted to do today is give you a review of a couple movies that I watched oh, over the weekend. Oh, snap. I almost went out and bought eight... Eight mile... Not eight mile. Um, <laughs> Super 8 Hotel. Oh, Super 8. Super 8 Motel last night so I could watch it and give a review, but I didn't get around <laughs> to it. Super 8 Motel? I had to... I, I really needed to go to Target to buy uh, Keurig coffee, the little Keurig cups. Mm-hmm. So you have one? Ha- yeah, so that I could have coffee this morning instead of, you know, just dumping the grounds into my cup and pouring water on top of it. That's what you do? Well, when I don't have my Keurig cups, I have no choice. Wow. Because I hate coffee makers. It just takes too long, and there's a lot of extra coffee to dump out. You have to know how to make, you know, enough for just one cup. You know how to make one cup? Yeah, I know how much to put in a teaspoon. <laughs> To put it no no no, so, no 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 all right all right so is it really that that all difficult right, all right enough enough listen <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to defend the coffee maker because right. that's what I use I don't use I that. like my Keurig guys so but I mean I could have gone down to the grocery store but I figured oh I'll you know kill two birds with one stone I kind of want to buy Super Eight and my coffee my Keurig cups but I didn't I didn't get around to it, it started drizzling out so I said no okay <laughs> so have you uh you didn't get to watch Super Eight yet no I have not. okay that is a good movie so I'll, I'll now, I talked about it before in the show, right. so I'll just, I'll let you watch it, and then you'll come back next week, or the week, whenever you, Saturday, because we'll be here Saturday. I won't be. You won't be here Saturday? Not this Saturday. Okay. Well, we'll when you see it, we'll talk about All it, right. we'll put it that way. I'll let you know. <laughs> um, what I recently saw, and this is actually a recommendation, someone asked me to watch this, uh, Dolomite. Really? A movie way back yeah. in 1975. Um, black exploitation and then all that stuff. So all that jive. All uh, that jive. Oh my god, that was an insane movie. Really? Like, insane, I've, not I've a good way. No. No. Like it, disturbing. Not disturbing. More like it took a lot to watch it because the plot at times, like, was there a plot at all? Mm. Um, and what my friend told me originally, Dolomite she, is. Isn't that a, a part of Italy, the Dolomite Mountains or something? It's a mineral. I know that much. Uh, so it probably could be like from that. Do- um, but um, I like it. Wendy's not here. I can put my feet up. <laughs> in the chair, yeah. My friend had told me that she tried to watch it, and she couldn't get through the whole movie. So she said, you watch this. You let me know if what you think and if you made it through the whole thing. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I started watching it, and like three minutes in, I'm already dying of laughter because of how ridiculous this movie is. How are the outfits? Um, is it overdone? Overdone, but probably that's what they wore. I mean, it's about a pimp and all the stuff that he, you know, pimps do. And, like, the flashbacks are ridiculous because you don't even know it's a flashback that's going on at the time. Who directed that piece of art? Um, <laughs> one of the actors of the movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I don't remember any, guy, any of these people's names except Dolomite, who is Rudy Ray Moore. Mm. Um and there's just so much. And what she told me when she was telling me about this movie, like I think there was like so much jive talk in it that she couldn't follow it. And this is one black person to another black person telling this, telling me this. So it's like, okay. And you know, I, I figure I, I know my my lingo pretty well, even from the past. But even watching it, I'm like, wow, this is insane. And the whole while, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking this is perfect for a mystery science through theater three thousand. Do you know who wrote Dolomite? Uh, the guy who played Dolomite, him and somebody. This some says. Guy. D. Irville Martin. Right. D. Irville Martin. 
And I think that's the guy who also directed it too, right? That's the, that's what they say the director is. Yeah. Actor, I don't see him in there for actors. Oh, it's Brenda Banks, Jaina Bisbing, Brenda DeLong, Pat Haywood. The other reason this is so hilarious to me is because it's like, I'm a big fan of Black Dynamite. A movie just came out, I think, like two years ago. But um, they pretty much parody this movie. So it's it's hilarious. I Who's love it. the guy he was in? He was like with the crew, the Saturday Night Crew. Um, uh, he was with like Chris Farley, that that generation. Um, Chris Rock? He's a black guy. He came out of... Uh, Tim Meadows? Tim Meadows, yeah. I love Tim Meadows. I just picture him playing... Uh, yeah, if uh, they were to do a remake of this... Um, have you ever seen Dewey Cox, the Dewey Cox story? Yes. And it's <laughs> always, Tim title. Meadows is always the one doing drugs, being like, Dewey, get out of here. You shouldn't see this. Uh, that, that was that was an interesting movie, too. I kind of like that one. Dewey Cox? Yeah, I'm not sure if it was one I would want to own, but I did like, I enjoyed <laughs> watching it. Um, I like... Uh, many memorable scenes. The When he meets the Beatles. It's yes, good. That, that was a good scene. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Dolomite was... Something. The only way I got through it was I had to do my own kind of commentary. Oh, great. You had to pull up a clip. There's... <laughs> going to make me have to go back and censor it, too. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he talks much in that scene. This is the worst preview ever. Oh, it's a preview? That's what they're watching? Yeah. Wow. Depends on the game, Ward, and how high the stakes are. Well, I might as well level with you. The game is rough, and the stake is your life. But it means the difference between being free or rotting here behind bars till someone tries to set you free. You know, there's not a lawyer in LA who touches you. Oh, what a crappy preview. I know. That's, that's the awful. preview. That's the worst preview I've ever. That's, yeah, that's iTunes uh, preview. preview. Wow. Well, it, it's a, it's a tough movie to get through. The preview is tough to get through. <laughs> uh, the other movie I saw over the weekend was uh, Breaking Dawn. Oh, the, Jesus. Yes, yeah, that's the, right. The Twilight movie. That was p- part of your Saturday agenda, right? Yeah, that was the last part of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, How was that? It was actually all right. Yeah, yeah I guess once you Does get... Does she marry the vampire? Yeah. Oh. I mean, everybody kind of knew Where do they anyway. go on their honeymoon? They go to Brazil. Really? Someplace that's sunny, but you don't actually see Does he wreak havoc in Brazil? Sweat. Does he go nuts and start... Oh, like... Does this guy... Right? Does she... Because I've never seen him. Oh, okay. He knows... She knows that she's in love with a vampire, right? Yes. And they live in the world like normal people, and he's a vampire? Is they, she a vampire? Because uh, <laughs> has so he many bit questions, her? So many questions. Has he bit her? That's part of the whole... Um, ever since the first one, she's been wanting him to bite her because oh, like she's so in love and she eternity. wants to yeah live with him forever. With him, yeah. um, but they consider themselves, and I'm putting this in quotes, vegetarians. So they go out to go feed, and I think on like deer or other animals. Oh. So they don't actually, you know, feed on people. And the way you can tell if if a vampire is uh, eating people or. Is animals. The, the paleness of their skin? Nope, it's the color in their eyes. Oh. Yeah, so I guess for them, their eyes are like a yellowish, goldish kind of color. It, I'm, probably, I'm probably sure the book is more descriptive 
of what color their eyes are but if you're feeding on like humans your eyes are red mm. um and if you it's time for you to feed then your eyes are like black so that's mm. when you can tell like they're hungry they need but to go. he won't bite her yeah he refuses to because it's like this is not a this is not this a, is not a you game, live. little girl. This is <laughs> this is eternity. And the only way that how she, old is he? In the he movie? agrees. Is he uh, like a thousand years old? He's a few hundred years. Okay. Um, the only way he agrees to do it is if she agrees to marry him. I bet he's no Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, that one I haven't seen yet. I what? Seen, seriously? Bram Stoker's? Are you right. kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Oh my god! If you want to see real vampire, a did, real vampire. The reason film. why I didn't see, it, I remember when it came out, I was terrified of everything. So that's probably mm, why no, I didn't should, see it then. You should take a take a. I will. I'll check. I'll that. check it out. Um, more like I'm sure my sister has seen it because she's a big vampire fan. Mm. She was ever since, I guess, whenever. She's always been a vampire fan. So I went with my sister and my niece. So it was like a bonding experience. Meanwhile, my brother-in-law and my other youngest niece, they went to go see the Muppets, which I also wanted to see, but I can only be in one theater at one time. Plus, they were like on the other side of the actual theater, so it wasn't like I could just jump out and. I can only take so much of the Muppets. I've seen Muppet movies before, and they're just... Well, they haven't made one in years, so... Yeah. I mean, i gotta, I got to watch it in, 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 in sections, because <laughs> I, I don't want to go mad by watching an entire well, I hear really good things about Muppet this one. feature. Yeah, there's uh, rave reviews, surprisingly. Surprisingly? You're surprised by this? Yes. Hmm. I just thought the Muppets, they might not be able to do it in modern times. Yeah. Bring bring the Muppets back and it'd be popular. They're a beloved classic. They Who's like, the dude? I, I forget his name all the time. But Jason he, Siegel. Jason Siegel. They chose him to be the guy in it. Well, do you know why? No. Because explain he, to me why. He's a big Muppet enthusiast in real life. Um, and he explained this in one of the interviews. Just from one of some of his previous roles, I'm just surprised they used him. Well, you've seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? No. No? Oh, I thought you have. Um, he has... Not necessarily official Muppets, but he has puppets in his. Actually, I think they might be Muppets. But I, he might have like some of the official Muppeteers. But uh, he's a big fan of puppets. And he got in contact with the right people, and they agreed. He's like, okay, you know, if you write us a good script, something back to the classics. He and, wrote it? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's also why he's so heavily involved in it, and he even has his own Muppet now. I, I, just, I didn't look into it, and I just was kind of surprised of all people they used to be the main human in that movie. Mm -hmm. It was him yep it's because he wrote it he's a doesn't a doogie, huge fan doesn't doogie hauser pop up in it somewhere he might i mean they're they're good friends oh, you didn't see it how i met your mother you didn't yeah see i didn't it. see it yeah. no but i wouldn't be surprised because i mean neil patrick harris he's everywhere i think uh, sarah silverman makes a cameo in that too probably there's probably a lot of people that make a cameo in that movie that's what muppet movies are great for is their cameos mm -hmm. i remember even uh the muppets take manhattan back from whenever they did that in the 80s or whatever there was a lot of people in that <laughs> The only one that I remember Joan Rivers <laughs> that I didn't like was uh, Muppet Treasure Island or something like that. Mm. But I was a young little tyke then, so I probably was just bored. What is that? Da, da, da. No, it's uh, that Kermit in the... I think it's the Muppets Take Manhattan, but Kermit's Swamp Song. I love that song. Kermit's... <laughs> <laughs> You're looking it up, too. Kermit's Swamp Song. I'm... Um, it's the one before he goes to New York, and uh, they all are singing it in the swamp. And oops, yeah. the uh, no, I guess not. You don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> well, uh, I do, but Kermit the Frog. All right, keep going. I'm sorry. That's mm -mm. okay. That's uh, 
one day. I hope to Kermit's check it out. Finger. <laughs> I think that's a band. Froggy. Yes, Kermit's Finger is a band. Huh. Would you like to um, sample? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. What do we got for time? Oh, we got to go. Um, when we come back, I want to play um, a song called I thought it was Horse Party. <laughs> <laughs> it's house party. You know what? You're not alone because I've done Jay that Giles before. Jay Giles band cover, I guess, by uh, Kermit's Finger. We will, uh, we will return with that. I think I kind of accidentally did that once too, uh, mistaking horse for house mm. or house. You for look horse. at it real quick, and it's like eh. waiting for that to play. Okay, there it is. We'll be back. song i hate turning it off in the middle turn it up a little bit more all right just let it ride out <laughs> sure why not we got 20 28 <laughs> minutes to blow uh yeah uh what what so you didn't see muppets i didn't you see saw it. the stupid hor- uh the stupid <laughs> dracula movie what else did you see um what else did I see? I don't, I'm not sure if I did see anything else that who, I can who recall. Who is this? Who is this? This is Adele. This is Adele. All right. I, w- I would think that I, you would. This I, is one I, song that you'd be tired of. I've, I, no, I uh, I haven't heard it quite enough yet. Oh, okay. Something about it. It's uh, it's it's got a it's got, and I can't really explain it, but it's got a um a little. Uh... <sighs> oh, here's her. Here's her uh, line dancing. Friend of mine said that in the car yesterday. It's 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 Amy Winehouse esque. It is. Do you it, see where I'm where I'm coming from? I can't explain what I mean by it, but and I will explain why you say that. Okay. Okay, because um, a lot of people were calling her the new Amy Winehouse. Really? She, when she first came out, does she doesn't act like Amy Winehouse? No, does she? not at all. No. But her, there's something about it. It's like that old timey sound to it a little bit, exactly. But with a you know with a, a brilliant voice, you know. And that's why they were calling her like the new Amy Winehouse. See, all right, I didn't, I don't know anything about her, so I, 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 all right, maybe I'll have to. If if you want, or actually no, what I what I can do is probably make you a copy of what I what this is. This is actually a mix CD that I have, but I took um, about maybe a third of her first album and a third of her. Where is she from? She is from England. Oh, uh-huh. or she's right, English. So. Let's put it that way. But I took a mix of both. Her album is 19 and 21, and my mix CD for this one is called uh, Adele 40, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's 19 21 together. She's from England. Amy Winehouse was from England. Right. And there's one more I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw at you and the listeners, and they're not as, uh, what's the word, up to date with her, and they should be, because she's what do you mean? another awesome artist. Um, up to date is probably not the word that I'm, I'm looking for, Who? but her name is Duffy. Who's not up to date with Duffy? I'm, I'm going to say most people. Oh, okay. Um, but it's more than likely you've probably heard some of her music before. Is she white? Yes. Adele? She's another, yeah. Right. She's another one that sounds pretty similar to her, and she's just got an awesome voice. Huh. Um, yeah. So maybe next time I'll play some of her. So, Like, the only, and on, honest to God, the only reason that I ever had any um, desire to listen to an Amy Winehouse song is because when 
Mad Men was premiering the first season. They used one of her songs as like a promo. They never mm-hmm. used it in the show. It was like to promote it, like a, a preview of. Mm-hmm. And it was. Um, You're looking for it now. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It was this song. This is what they used to to promote Mad Men. So it's got like that, you know. That kind of soulful, retro kind of feel right, to it. retro. Good word, retro. So that paired with clips from the first season of Mad Men when Mad Men was blowing up on the scene, which I don't think it actually ever blew up, but... It hasn't, but... People are catching on. I like the fact that it's not. Um, I don't like the fact that the, the AMC has pushed it back so far because of all these other shows. Breaking Bad, I can excuse because it's an amazing show. <laughs> but the Walking Dead, I understand the cult following behind it already mm-hmm. because it was a, it's a comic book or whatever. It's a graphic novel. Yeah. But come on. I mean, don't keep pushing it back because people want it. And I know it doesn't have great ratings. It wins awards but it doesn't have the ratings that other AMC shows do have. Right. I don't know, but that's that song, like I said, that kind of... And then, so, you know, I started listening to her a little bit and, you know, admiring her, her you know, her um, death wish a little bit. Mm. <laughs> I find some artists, it's just like, even though she was kind of crapped all over, like, she's, she's talented. She is talented, and the real talented ones, whether they get a lot of, um, you know, rah, rah, rah from everybody, or, or they get crapped on, it's kind of fun to watch them spiral downward. The ones that are really, you could even say that they're geniuses, and they're just, you know, either ahead of their time or maybe behind, and just in a different way, bringing something back that nobody ever knew about. And they have a substance abuse problem, and they, you know, tragically die when they turn 27. <laughs> yeah. 21. I was about to say, you're also speaking of, like, Jim Morrison. So. Right. I would never put Amy Winehouse up next to Jim Morrison as far as an artist. She is talented, but, sure, she was talented. But this Adele, I guess I'll have to check her. Uh, that's the only song I probably, maybe I've heard other songs by her. But. Uh, it's possible but um that's the most famous right now for some reason that's another song right in, right about now that you can't escape but i i'm not i wouldn't say i hate that song mm-hmm. something about it i like the whole build up it's it's cool i like it and then once you actually start to listen to some of her other songs like even if you don't like it at first because when i first listened to the entire album there's only maybe three songs i like now i listen to the whole album through like straight through mm-hmm. it's one of those that's like oh, wow, this is good. Let me really get into this some more. And you just can't take it off repeat. So I will make a copy of this particular CD for you. All right. And you can check it out and let it <laughs> let it slowly burn inside. That song, I, I like, there, there might be a technical term for it, but it's got, a, what I call it is it's got a cool buildup. The whole, it just, it's a buildup. It might be a slow burn, maybe. Is that what they call it? Maybe. I don't know. I know what you're talking I don't about. Know, I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a musician, so I don't know the technical terms. I make up my own terms for certain songs, but that song's got a great buildup. And it just it gives you, some, it gives you a feeling. I do the road test 
with songs. You play it while you're listening, while you're driving. Right. Something about, you know, being on the road can be inspiring at times when the right song is playing. And Mm -hmm. it just like, it almost makes you feel like you're in a movie or you're on a mission. If that song makes you feel that way, then there's something about it that's pretty awesome. Then I will tell you the story of how this particular song, Rolling in the Deep, happened for me. Because... I found this song through, uh, I think I was actually using Pandora at the time, yeah. and it's was like, oh, wow, this song's awesome. So I took it. And this was before it... Uh... This was before like it really got big, yeah. and I felt a little happy. I was like, ha, I, was, I knew about this song before you everybody else did. You discovered Rolling in the Hay by Adele, <laughs> Rolling in the Deep. And what I did was I, I uh, put it on a mix CD, and I went on a road trip with a friend of mine because we were going to um, some retreat somewhere in like, the Catskills in New York. Ooh. So... It was a maybe I think like a two hour trip I think, and every time the song came on, it was like we got to hear it again. We just got to keep playing it again. Hmm. And the whole time through, even while I'm driving, I'm still clapping my hands while I'm driving, which is probably dangerous to do. But I mean, it was a straight road at the time, so it wasn't too bad. And we we're actually we were playing that song and a song by Duffy, which is I think how I found it in the first place. But that song ended up being like the theme of our trip. Yeah. Because, you know, it, that was that test. So, yeah, I've had road trips with theme songs. That's cool. So um, the next time that we met up, we ended up listening to the entire album that time. Yeah. So that's, yeah, Adele it holds a very special place in my heart. Yeah. Because also she just has an awesome voice. Now, I've, I remember I have actually Duffy on my phone, so I can play a little bit of that. I want to know how much of their voice is actually their voice digitally changed or reconstructed a little bit or polished. You know what I mean? Before, when the song's actually, before the song is put out there, how much of it is, is altered? You know what I mean? I do. That, I think, should be taken into account before a song or it's an crazy. artist is awarded. But, uh, awarded of anything is how much of it was fixed up. Well, with her, um, I've seen her live countless times right that's a good way of doing it and this is Duffy oh I thought this was the theme song for Dolomite (laughs) (laughs) this one also has one of those kind of builds to it Um, this one isn't a single it's actually one from her first album and I think the Dolomite Mountains are, are a part of the Alps for any of you out there that are curious possible I don't know. She's got a lot of awesome songs, and I just picked this one because this was part of our little soundtrack on, on our road trip. Mm. Until I think I bought one album, and then she bought the other one. So then we traded. This was a trip up to the Catskills? Yeah. And I also got my mother on both Adele and Duffy. So yeah, I like to share music with people and get them into stuff. I do the same thing with movies, but lately I've been doing it with music as well. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Not too shabby. I wanted to... <clears throat> do you have any more uh, crazy reviews? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my Review head. Review away. I <clears throat> wanted to bring up to you... I did have sad news. That's what I forgot. What? Uh, Jesus, what? <laughs> Uh, Patrice O'Neill. Oh yeah, Patrice. God bless. He's yeah. dead. I thought I thought I was actually a little slow on getting the news. I'm like, what? I remember when he went to the hospital, but I didn't know he died. And then I didn't know he was that. 
I knew he was overweight and a diabetic and everything, but I didn't know he was like, like he just didn't take care of himself. Is that what they're saying or what? I actually didn't take didn't his insulin. More, I didn't do any more research on it since I found out about it. I meant to, but and I was pretty sad about well, it. Well, I hope I get Sirius satellite radio for my car for Christmas, Mom, um, <laughs> because so I can listen to Opie and Anthony. Because I'm sure Opie and Anthony did a whole week, probably two weeks worth. When did he die? A week ago? Two weeks ago? Uh, a week ago. A week ago. I'm sure for the whole past week, Opie and Anthony have been, you know, making a big deal about it because he was on their show a lot. And yeah, they. He's I, not going to be on the anymore. Uh, I don't. I didn't find him to be a very. He's. I. I thought he was funny when he was on Opie and Anthony's show, but as for his stand-up routine, eh, I don't know. I've never seen a stand-up still, and what they did. Uh, I think they did a few days later. They showed his special on Comedy Central, yeah. like back to back or something. I changed it because I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've, you know, that's sad. That's tragic. But I, I, I don't find his stand up routine to be that funny. The only thing that I most know him for is his small role on Arrested Development, like in the first season. He was, uh, and I almost tweeted it, but I felt like it, was, it would come off as insensitive because I was going to say, oh, I'm, I like him. He's a flamer because there's was, there was a whole joke that he's, a, he's an arsonist. And he got out of prison, and then he set something on fire. So, but I, I, just, I chose not to. I was like, okay, I'll just say a, a typical rest in peace. I know who he is. Rest, rest in in peace, you big. Uh, you big. Oh shit! <laughs> You're about to say something offensive to him in his memory. Something from the office, but I just forgot <laughs> what it was. <laughs> Rest in peace, you big sea monster. <laughs> Mindy Kalen. Mindy Kalen calls him like a sea creature, or sea urchin in, oh, in, yeah, in yeah, one of the offices. A sea monster or something. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. I don't know. You just, you know, I don't know. It's, 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 that'll be sad. I'm going to miss him more than Steve Carell. Actually, I haven't seen any of the new office, so I don't know. I can't It's really... actually been all right. Has it? Mm-hmm. And Andy's the boss. Andy's the boss. He seems to be fitting in fairly well, and he's almost pretty much trying to emulate Michael in a sense. Yeah, um, not in a but sense. But see, where... the thing is, with his character, they could do that because mm-hmm. he was—he is up everybody's ass anyway. Right. So, he's, like... he's a little out there, and you can tell at times, like, oh wow, that is something Michael Scott would do. Right. But he wanted nothing more than to be Michael's right hand man when he first came in, and you know. Right. So I could see, they, I could see where they'd do that. Isn't My Strange Addiction the greatest show in the world? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it's on it. It's Science, Fit, and Health or something. Uh-huh. My Strange Addiction. All right. It is fabulous. Only because I was watching an episode the other night and uh, I. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. All right. It, My Strange Addiction features um, a whole myriad of, of people out there that have weird addictions some of them are hazardous to their health like there's a lady she's a gas sniffer but she walks around with these little water bottles she goes to the gas station fills up a tank you know fills up a thing of gas and then she fills all these water bottles with gas so she has them stashed all over her house she takes them with her in her bag and she just takes the cap off one sniff like every 10 minutes and you can see her physical appearance has been damaged because she's been doing it for 30 years so there's the gas sniffer lady um, there is the, um, the hair drain guy, which I haven't seen the episode of that yet, but it's a guy, he's addicted to pulling hair out of tub drains. 
out of shower drains. I don't know what he does with them. I've only seen the, I'd love to see that episode. <laughs> I'm not sure I do want to know what he does. With I them. have no idea. He That's pulls gross. the hair out of, out of the drains. There's, um, there was a, a, a chick who's actually a guy who's addicted, addicted, who likes dressing up like a baby. Like her room, he, she, because it's an un, you know, settled thing. I think it's, it's ambiguous. Genitalia. Um, she, because she does look like a she. I'll call her she. she. Her room, she turned into a nursery. She has a big crib. That's what makes her feel comfortable. She dresses up like a baby. She puts on diapers, powder, everything. She only pees in her diapers. She doesn't crap in her diapers. And she lays in her big, huge crib and drinks out of sippy cups and bottles. And that's like her comfort. She doesn't do it out in the world because she, you know, has a job. She has to keep up appearances. But so there's, um, there's that. There's the, there's a lady who uh, eats drywall. I've she heard about punches that. Punches a one. hole and she just eats drywall. Wow, I've um, heard about that one though. There's uh, uh, a lady who she takes baths with bleach. Um, there's one lady she likes eating plastic things like the little swords <laughs> they put in drinks that they pierce the cherry with. She eats those. She eats wow. pen caps. You, you you think of it you and it's it's gonna be on my strange addiction. The one lady that I could draw some comparison to myself with is the dryer sheet lady. Now, <laughs> this lady, <laughs> this lady is addicted to eating dryer sheets. She eats them. I'm afraid dryer sheets. She takes dryer sheets. She learned it from her mother. Her mother didn't do dryer sheets, but it was something else that like throughout the day she would eat and she picked this up from her mother and now she's a mother um you know they they're low-income family but she buys how much like five boxes a, a week maybe to you know to eat yeah to you know this is her addiction. She, oops, she eats. <laughs> Did that again. She eats uh, dryer sheets. But what she does is because they're so overwhelming, the the taste and the chemicals in them. There's like eight or nine different types of chemicals in dryer sheets, and you know the feeling of them and everything. She takes the dryer sheet, folds it up a little bit, and then wraps it with toilet paper so it's not so overwhelming. But she'll sit there and she'll eat it all day long, all day long. Dryer sheets are wrapped in toilet paper. Eats it, eats it, eats it. I forget what the doctor said. I guess she was fine in the long run. She'd only been doing it for like the dryer sheet thing for 10 years. But it all stemmed from her obsession with the smell of dryer sheets. Mm. I can relate. I went through a period of time um, where I just got fixated on the smell of dryer sheets. I never ate dryer sheets, but I used to do all kinds of things with dryer sheets. Like That's what I was worried about. Like, um, I thought you were eating them. Eating them. I used to like... Um, I just, I was so obsessed. I don't know what it was. I just, and it, and it ended, like I could care less about dryer sheets now. When I would put my, my clothes in the dryer, I would, I used to put like 20 sheets in t with my clothes because hmm. I was so obsessed with the smell and I wanted the smell to be all over my clothes. I used to just like, um, what did I use them for? The big thing that I used to do with dryer sheets that I saw this lady do in the show, mm -hmm. I used to put them in vents. <laughs> I would stick a sheet in That's the vent idea. so that the it, when it you know when the air came out you'd smell dryer sheets and I saw the lady do it in the show that was one of the things she did was she put dryer did you did you feel validated and you felt better I was like yeah <laughs> somebody else does it yeah but see I got over it she on the other hand was so um, she had to oh well, she fed into she, it yeah like in her head I'm I'm sure her body didn't go through physical withdrawals from not eating 
dryer sheets. I'm sure her body was like joyous of, <laughs> for her not to be put, you know, t- taking in these viscous chemicals. Like, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, she would. She felt as though that she would go through withdrawals, withdrawals if she didn't on a you know every 15 minutes take a bite of her dryer sheet sandwich <laughs> wow check this show out it's on um sci- uh fit and health discovery fit and health i think they have it on it's like the health channel or something yeah. like another yeah it's 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 a branch of the discovery channel the fit i think i probably channel. have it i just have to go look for it and then or when's l- it look it up on? online i'm sure whatever um i don't know when it comes on but i was like i couldn't believe it i'm like cuz i don't know what I just, it was something, you know, and it wasn't any dryer sheet. It's the bounce kind or the fresh linen bounce. I don't know. But I got obsessed with the smell of it. I don't know what it was at the time. And I did. I'd put them in the vents. That's a good idea, though, because I love it. It made the whole place smell like dryer sheets. Yeah, I love the way that, you know, it smells when you're doing laundry. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, somebody's running dryer. It was the the whole idea of this... The, and, and the apartment building I was living in at the time had like outback. It was like, you know, a high rise apartment building and it had these vents out back because the laundry room was down, down underneath the building, like, mm-hmm. kind of like in the basement. But all the lines for the dryer exhaust would run into one big tube and then it would just come out of these vents in the back. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that was like when I saw smoke coming out of those vents, I was like, a- I like would stand there and like <laughs> <laughs> bask and just arrive in, in that in the smell and like this dryer sheet smoke steam oh, i just I, I i'm over it now i but it's just but do weird. you still like the smell though i do but it's like it's not like i'll you know go run open the window yeah it's not like i need to go home and grab a dryer sheet and smell it in order to be they make candles for that now too so um, clean linen clean linen that's the smell that i that i like about it so i mean like glade makes all the the plug-in things with, and you know, uh, clean linen is one of the flavors. Sense. <laughs> flavors. No, for the for the dryer sheet lady, yes, it's a flavor because yeah, you probably drink that stuff. We do not condone eating these things. But anyway, check it out if if, if uh, nobody has ever seen this show. It's it's fabulous. I think I've heard of it, and then they have other shows that are like it, where like these people have like weird taboos or things that they're into. Right. Or, right. And it's set up in the in the fashion of A and E's like intervention or hoarders, you mm. know, like it's so those people try, they're trying to get them help. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, like you know, they go they go see a therapist about right at the says. end. They either they see a doctor and then they see a therapist, and the thing goes to black, and you get some text up about you know like their updates. Like yeah, their updates. Yeah, so it's in the fashion of of one of those shows. But she has now stopped eating dryers and moved <laughs> on to just eating the lint. <laughs> she likes to inhale the lint from the lint traps. <laughs> or she's reversed and now she's drinking little droplets of uh i don't know laundry detergent so. it was the i i i like the smell of laundry detergent too but it was the dryer sheets that i was really fixing oh yeah it's right. definitely the dryer sheets because mm. i mean even i guess one of the best things and a lot of a lot more people enjoy this than probably well, i don't know um but the feel like after as soon as the dryer's done you just want to go and like run not the heat wrap up in those clothes the, the 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 hotness of it or the yeah the hotness and they're all soft and and they smell great and see the thing is if you do what i used to do would put too many dryer sheets in your clothes came out kind of like with a film on them <laughs> <laughs> so you, my my clothes smelled good but they didn't feel too good to put on because really? they had like a like a chemically like like oh film yeah okay yeah from too many dryer sheets i've and, felt that before yeah. um 
I never realized that's where it came yeah, from. Yeah, that's. But then again, I d- I've never put in like more than one. Go ahead. Next time you do, you I put, your put stuff in, in the two. dryer and put in twenty-five to thirty dryer sheets and feel what your clothes you feel must like have run they... through boxes of those things. It it la- it was a very short lasting thing so i didn't end up you know breaking the bank on it this lady on the other hand buying five boxes she's got stock and and whatever company i mean they never showed the brand name of what kind that she of course ate and liked which i kind of downy wouldn't support that right (laughs) nor with that little fuzzy teddy bear right but i i really i kind of in a way wanted to that would be the final piece that would help me relate to this this inner city black lady with 10 kids who and all our kids were like doing it too. They started oh, wow. doing it too. And she's like, no, mom, mom, mommy doesn't want you doing them. <laughs> the mom, mommy just needs it. <laughs> like, and she was kind of like a crack addict about it. Like, you know, like, oh, you know, mommy, don't, don't watch mommy or something like, mm. and she's like, you know, cooking macaroni and cheese for 10 kids standing over the stove, like chowing this stuff. And I'm like, but when I saw her put them up in the vents, I was like, yeah, there's somebody out there for me. Wow. I mean, the only weird thing that I remember doing as a kid was, uh, Eating Play-Doh. Oh yeah, I, I the smell of Play-Doh was like it was like a fixation. I ne- uh, I don't know if I actually t- I might have like I never swallowed it, but I tasted oh, I took it. little little tiny bites of it, just yeah. little little pieces and milk bone dog biscuits, the ones that are shaped like a dog, like a bone, mm-hmm. but they're co- like cookies. Like I used to eat those. I still I could never I could never try. I could never do it because it was just too hard. For it me just to tastes do. like a bland cookie. I mean, that's also why I didn't do it because once like that's gross. What what does my dog see in this? But and she loved them, so I'm like, well, you go ahead and enjoy that. I tried some of her other dog food because I was curious why she went nuts for the the canned food and not for the dry <sighs> stuff. So I tried the canned food, not knowing there's little bits of bones in it. Uh, and I'm like, okay, um, you enjoy that as well. I never tried the dry stuff because that was just too, I don't know. It looked too dry, basically. I want to quickly, before we go, I want to, I, a few episodes ago, I complained about how Amtrak rolling through Merritt and <laughs> uh, they, they blared their horn a little too much because I could hear it in my backyard in Southington and I didn't like that. Now I'm kind of changing my tone because some lady, um, this has been people killed before, but the lady right on the Meriden Wallingford line um, was killed yesterday. Hmm. So you kind of made, they didn't give too many details if it was a suicide attempt, but with the way that they blare that horn, like all the way through that air, like, like they do it. Like they have a reason. Five miles before they even come into Meriden to stop at the station. Mm-hmm. And this was like on the Wallingford line, but there's a station in Wallingford too. Right. I guess, you know, you're just asking for it. If you're down there walking by the tracks, unless your foot gets caught in something, I guess. But still, you know. So I guess I, I'll, I'll have to give um, Amtrak a pass on all the horn blowing. Disturbing my neighborhood, you know. Causing a ruckus and whatnot. You know, because when I hear a story like this, I'm like... All those, you know, she had, if she, if it was a suicide mission, she had many opportunities to say, okay, the train is going to be here soon. I really don't want to do this. And off she goes. Mm-hmm. She chose not to. And that was her running away. I mean, that horn blows from the time it leaves Hartford all the way till it gets to New Haven. And it's like, God, I just want to have peace in my backyard. I don't want to hear the train in Meriden. Mm. 
But, you know, I guess it's a good warning sign. Um, I'd also see know. it as a warning for those like, oh, I got to get to the train. It's almost here. Oh, yeah. shoot. I got 45 <laughs> minutes to change my mind before I kill myself in front of the train. Or, oh. I mean, just those that are late that have to right. get somewhere. The people that are using the train legitimately, what? yeah, yeah. the train's coming. But um, you should know that. You should already be at the station, though. But, but it's also good for people who can, you know, think twice about ending their lives, letting a train plow them down. Right. So I'm just going to, you know forget forget what i said before about quiet down you're you're upset <laughs> there's a purpose for you're, it you're upsetting people in, in their quiet little neighborhoods yeah. i do want to give a quick shout out we had a uh someone comment on itunes i forgot their name i saw oh, i'm yeah, so I sorry um but i did manage to get the other episodes past episodes up there so you should be able to see oh everything's on itunes now yep i oh, found, nice, I found out how dude. to change it so we're all up to date everything's up there so you can always go back to see our or listen to our classic episodes. Classic, um, yeah, classic ones. They are classic. <laughs> um, to the first show, yeah. um, I'm like embarrassed to listen to the first show. I don't <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> um, uh, what was the last thing I had to say? Uh, please remember to comment on and rate us on iTunes. We need you know more stars and such. I keep trying to start this. Yeah. So give us more stars. Um, Follow us on Twitter, especially Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. That's where Don't make us videos. look good with just three ratings on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Give us more ratings. Come on. And tell your friends. Please tell your friends. All right. All right now we're out of here. Goodbye. The Lost Dial is brought to you by AllNoiseRadio.com and powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. To hear more Lost Dial, find us on iTunes and thelostdialpodbean.com and listen to us anytime, anywhere. To contact us, email thelostdial at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the LD crew and follow us on Twitter at thelostdial.